and welcome back to the horror of the Emerald Valley. I hope we know what that means this time. Can we learn that, Rob? I think we do know what it is. I think we've already known what it is. It's this this weird... We know exactly. It's this weird flesh space. I don't like the word flesh space. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. Apologies. (laughs) Yes. Is that like an alternate name for the Dead Space series? (laughs) I don't like that either. That's not good. It's not. Nothing's good. Anyways, um, this is our Earthon game that includes that thing that I'm not going to say, uh, <laughs> <The> <laughs> which is uh, run by our buddy Rob. Say hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. There we go. Yay. And uh, Rob <laughs> is the head of the Songbirding and more importantly, the Name Givers podcast. I don't know if those are more important to you in your order, but uh, <laughs> they're both awesome podcasts and you should go, uh, you should go listen to both of them. Yeah, the uh, Name Givers podcast, if you want more awesome Earth Dawn adventures, and uh, Songbirding, if you want some nice, relaxing field recordings of burbs. I like burbs. I like burbs, too. too. As do I. Burbs are good. It'd be real weird if you didn't like birds, and then you had started this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) I've been seeing a really pretty cardinal behind my house recently. Ooh, we need to refill our bird feeder. Well, we need to we need to we need to rescue our bird feeder from the morning glories. (laughs) We have a morning glory plant that some bird dropped like the seed of, and now it's just like taken over. This huge vining (laughs) thing is just like taken over the bird feeder now. (laughs) Oh my. It's just this mess of vines and... Well, you know what? We're probably about to talk about a bunch of mess of vines or veins or yeah. something. I don't know. Weird plants. Uh, speaking of, let's go ahead and talk about what happened last time. So I found a little tiny marble around the neck of one of the cadaver men. And it turned out to be some guy, some old wizard's journal. That was before the scourge. That was so freaking cool. Uh, so I started talking to him. And uh, he turns out that he wrote all this stuff down. And he wrote in his journal about the Lord of the Manor, the guy named Blackforth. And apparently he might have been a horror, which is, uh, that that might make sense. It might be who the, that's talking to the other guys. We also found out that Scarlet is a girl. Might have gone with them before. Then we went inside that cave-in and Throwback found a Butterblade, which is exciting, I guess. And then we found a haunted wall, which we didn't go near. And then we decided to go and find where Lord Flexworth lived. And instead, uh, we found a, uh, a room made of flesh, which is just wonderful. All right, we're back. Rob, tell us whatever... What fresh hell do you have for us now in our flesh space? Oh my god, it's getting worse. This is your fault, Wesley. You called it that. I did, but then yeah. you repeated it. You didn't have to repeat it. Yeah, but you it. started you did. it. We wouldn't have ever said it if you hadn't come up with it. It came from your brain. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I write scary stuff too, okay? Flesh that's, space that's is fair. creepy. <laughs> that's fair. Yep. All right, Rob, what, what you got for us? Hold on, can I can I ask Susanna a question before you? I don't want to delay anymore. But are you like I'm stressed out? I need to pet Andrew's beard right now. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> you know, yes. I didn't realize it, but apparently yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the beard of comfort. Rob, please take us away from this. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, what's Saliak's reaction to this chamber space uh, thing? Yeah, I think he. I think he just stops in his tracks. He is not going to enter that place. I'll just call it that place from now on. Uh, he's he's stopped and he's just looking at it. And I'm guessing it just based on previous description is a very unwholesome place. Yeah, it's matted with flesh of various um, <laughs> name givers, you think? Because you actually recognize that oh, some of these no. patterns, some of these patterns oh are obsidian. Oh. Some are to scrain, so scales. Oh no. And mm. okay, uh, 
amalgamation yeah, not of too pleasant. everything. Oh. Yeah, um, he's not just gonna step into there because he doesn't <laughs> want... No, no, no. He's, um... <laughs> He's just going to be looking at it very carefully before taking a single step forward because... Well, I think he was already in it when he realized, right? Which... Oh, was it? I, I thought he a had, A little like, bit. A couple steps, anyways, yeah. A couple steps. Not not a lot. Okay, then, um... If he's officially inside, uh... I mean, I think he'd be looking out for some kind of... Where is the obvious weak point in this horrible space so that I can <laughs> attack it as fast as I can and kill this thing? Can you kill? A, I don't can know. You this kill is a thing a to tunnel? kill. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I don't this know. Is the passageway to the thing we need to kill. Yeah. As you look down and look around and in your yeah probably confusion and horror. Um, yeah. There's horror. You hear a voice, a familiar voice in your head. Oh great. I have what I need in Gent Scapperly. You may run away now. <gasps> what? Oh well, he's not going to take that very well. Hmm. I think he will, there's no physical anything, but he just, I think this is a, this is a moment where he, he does a pose, not, not using the talent, just, just posing, because this would be, like, one of the big moments. And he, he just says to the air, I discovered I ran once, but never again. This time it will be you who run. He's going to wait for the others to, if they're going to catch up or not. He's not just walking on alone. He's Pretty not sure that we're, stupid. We're right behind yeah, you. Yeah, we're right behind okay, you. Okay, well then... Yeah. Uh, I think Mixie, Mixie kind of looks at you and goes, uh, you, who are you talking to? Oh, God, this place is awful. What the... <laughs> I think Thravik's just going to say to Mixie, uh, just be glad you don't have to step on it. Oh, it's squishes. Wait, wait, who are you talking to? It seems that Hor wants to let us know that he is aware of us. Or it... I should say no. Uh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> we're just gonna keep going. Oh wait, I, you know, normally I'm I'm the person that runs in and kills thing. That's sort of my job, you know. But it, we need to be. Are we sure about this? And Thravik, you here in your head, you and Saliak are much more brave than last time. Well, uh, think will we have a second chance to get it right this time? Hmm. Interesting. Well, if you wish, find me, the real me. Let's talk. Perhaps you can negotiate me for some of my keepsakes back. Hmm. Um, and, and I, I mean, well, does uh, Saliak seem like he also heard that or just me? No, I, I wouldn't have heard just, it. Just you. It was just you. Okay. And um, Thravik, I... Where did you put that marble? Um, you're talking about the marble that... Are you talking about the original marble? Or the gen yep. I probably I have the original, and uh, Quinamea has the Gent Scapperly one, right? <laughs> I have Gent in my okay, pocket. <laughs> yeah. So I would have it just in. It's passed around a lot, so I probably have it in a pocket rather than like the bag. Okay. <laughs> okay. As bad as that might be, I think that makes more sense. Unfortunately, Maybe a pouch. All right, to I'm find. gonna get you to roll an awareness. Okay. Awareness of. Are we going to get... Hopefully my pants back? don't rip off. <laughs> I'm going to use karma on this one, too, because I feel like All it's right. important. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh. oh, oh I double gosh. exploded wow. the D10, Dang. so I got a 29. You feel a strong, overwhelming sense from your bond you have with Saliak 
um, this tug of a thread towards uh, where you're storing the uh, marble right now mm -hmm. and have this overwhelming sense that you should pull it out, um, okay. that it is stirring in some way. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to pull it out of my hand and I've heard the thing tell me that, you know, maybe we could come negotiate because we're braver than last time and uh, he he hears that, gets this feeling from the marble, pulls it out of his pocket and is looking at it and he's going to drop it if he gets like a sense that he shouldn't be holding it in his hand right now. <laughs> yeah, it starts getting very heavy. Yeah. Suddenly. Very, yeah, I think very he's just unnaturally like heavy. Move his hand towards the floor and then just kind of like roll it off of his hand onto the floor. Yeah, and in a puff of smoke and air, just poof, a troll in purple ornate robes with dark rough skin and long white hair, heavily braided, two horns carved outward from their face, but they seem to be drenched with some smell, foul-smelling liquid. And ah! it's a troll woman. Her, her face oh. is painted with a mix of white and purple paints. I think Thravek would recognize the runes on her face as from Highland troll languages. Okay. Mixie freaks out and flies behind Quidamea. <laughs> and I'm going to get Mixie to roll a awareness. She okay. might recognize. Really quick, I just have to say I'm very glad that I passed that roll and that didn't come out of my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Because that would have been bad. Let's try to figure out how that would <laughs> work. Quidamea yeah. is a really good yeah. the, the body painting, because body painting is actually my artisan skill. So. Ooh. Oh, really? That's yeah. cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you'll yeah, be really cool. impressed with that. A 12, yeah. So you're thinking you're seeing an illusionist discipline adept uh, there because of the robes, the, the style of it is just all very stereotypical illusionist, do you think? Oh, is it real? Um, yeah, she's, you're not sure. Um, she's kind of fallen over on the ground now. She's kind of moaning, groans a bit, and then begins to get up. And then you'll hear her say, well, that was a bit disconcerting as she looks up at you. Felt like hey, being swallowed real? and digested, but crushed by, ooh, maybe being crushed by intestines? Uh. No smell good either. And she looks at Mixie and uh, Queen of Maya and says, wait, who are you? Um, hi, I'm Mixie. Uh, I think I should be asking the same thing. Who are you? you are were... you a real person? You were a marble. Yeah, you were a marble. Marble? Uh, okay. Saliak, what uh, is this? He steps up because he's he he's being reminded of that that strong, you know the the, uh, the wardrobe color the purple color. He ste he steps up, and he he's got this kind of kind of awestruck but kind of still terribly confused look on his face, and he's like, "You are familiar. You 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 are you are Scarlet, yes? Uh, yes, Saliak. I am Scarlet. What happened to your brain? Clearly something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you no remember me." How long was I gone? Uh, months. Well, a month about. Oh, woo. Yeah. There has been a, a, a span of time for which we cannot account myself and Thravik. He gestures. Please, what happened here? There have been f flashes, impressions, events that are all shattered as if through a mirror. I cannot understand. We were... Hired by the commission to come check some things out here, and Thravek here had a lead on a potential barred blade, and last I remember we found that thing, but then something distracted us, and not much memory from there. And she looks at Thravek and is like, Hmm, you don't remember me either, huh? Mm, no, I'm, I'm sorry. 
But um, he raises the blade. He's like, I did re-find that butter blade again. Um, no, there's a horror good. involved. We've found that much out. Uh, yeah. And she sniffs herself and the, looks at the <laughs> goo that's kind of on it. Well, clearly something horrific here. Uh, <laughs> I, okay, you came back for me? Um, well, we were drawn back here, I guess. I think uh, they brought you with them. Didn't you both have that marble? Didn't we received that kind of from someone no, else? No, the commission had the marble. We received from the commission, and not then that we knew it was you. Then you wouldn't have brought it back. Maybe you just don't remember. Hmm. Possible, I, I suppose. Mean, it's possible. Yeah. Which means they lie. They lied to us, right? In all honesty, uh, it's not that surprising. Quinamea like crosses her arms angrily and is like, <laughs> "I hate being given a bad deal. I am going to have words for that woman." <laughs> hey, uh, you are just just to be totally, total, totally sure. Sorry, I could you poker. I just want to make sure, okay? I think is, she's is, real. Is, is that really necessary, Mixie? Well, she's she does illusions. You can see, you know, all the robes and stuff. But I just want to make sure she's a real person. Quinn walks up and is gives her a nice, poker? strong pat on the shoulder. Mixie, you notice that her eyes are glowing as if she's using astral sight right now as well too and uh, looking at you and looking at each of you yeah, well, just fine, being I'll look sure back. <laughs> <laughs> just being sure are you all real yep hmm. and yes, you notice her eyes checks. actually change from the typical astral sight kind of color to a completely different kind of rotating textures of color briefly and then she goes oh okay not illusions interesting so you are real I rolled and an 8 on my astral sight Oh, yeah, that's enough to look in astral space. You can tell that, yeah, she is using astral sight, but she's also using some other talent. Um, you, you might, as a, I think as a wizard, you, you do study various magics that people use. So I think for you, you, you what clues into you is, uh, what, what would clue in in your mind is that illusionists are often have this talent that can detect illusions and tell what's I real and what's not. I figured that in context cl- clues, but she doesn't look abnormal. In she life? herself, yeah, no, she does actually look like a name giver. She has the uh, thread uh, running between herself, Thravek, Saliak, group pattern thread uh, that you had seen with the marble before that initially <laughs> gave you the bit of a lead as to what this marble had going on at the time. Yeah, because uh, we just yeah, kind of thought had... we were tied to it somehow, but now we know it was because it was a person that we know, which is interesting. Yeah. Saliak looks at her again and says, Can you recall... Uh, Anything of what we were sent here to to find? Was it in general uh, a, a sort of artifact? Uh, anything? Just that sword? Or axe? Well, was it uh, axe? The, the axe sword, that was just a side benefit for Thravak. It just made it more interesting to him because he had heard that there might be one here. Uh, the commission had, you know, was investing in the, uh, ter- the, the town outside and the whole museum thing and they just wanted to send some adepts to delve a little deeper into the care. Uh, there was this caved-in section that uh, we are now in that uh, we had to clear uh, to get to. So, so yeah, yeah, they did totally, totally, definitely lie to us. It seemed Lied through their teeth. kind of odd. It seemed odd at the time that the the cave-in, it seemed mm, new-ish. It seemed kind of obvious to our eyes, as if we were 
meant to do that. I don't think the commission would have done that, but I have wondered if perhaps whatever we're dealing with here may be using that as a lure. Hmm. I think it's manipulating them. Uh, uh, there's just... Uh, this is so fishy. There's something going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure it out. <laughs> so, not that I really want to, but maybe we keep going and see what's going on. Would you like to come with us to investigate more now that you're not a small round ball? I was a small round ball? What? For quite some time. Yes, you were yes. a marble. And she pulls out the one of Gent and shows her. <laughs> Ooh. And she looks in astral space and uses the true sight and looks again. And, goes, Ugh. Ugh. and turns around and almost throws up after oh. staring at it. Yes, um, this is Gent Scapoli. Or was... What is a gent scapoli? You don't <laughs> want to know. <laughs> it is a peacock. A very large, very self-important peacock. Well, he was a swordsmaster or whatever. That is disgusting. <laughs> I don't know if that's really him or if, it, if... I don't think he's been compressed into a small ball. It's like its essence or something. I don't know. what. But then again, you were in the ball and now you're here. So I, I don't know what's going on. But I think that the horror is the one that's compressing things into a ball. Uh, in whatever form. So I, I would assume he's probably got more, because considering this seems to be a, a revolving door trap. Yeah, um, when I stopped just before I took out um, Scarlath, um, the horror spoke to me, too, and said that uh, we might be able to negotiate for some of its um, treasures, so to speak. And you hear a voice in your head. Yes, my keepsakes. Such as Scarlath here, I have released her as a keepsake. I no longer need her. I have plenty others, though, but I have something I need, and I could release the rest. It's telling me that it has something it needs, and it could release the rest of its keepsakes if we help. Well, that seems like a terrible idea. Yes, yes, I agree. Though we should probably see what it needs, and then kill it. I mean, yeah, we should probably just kill it anyways. It's obviously causing problems, and whether we are able to release these people or not, we should we should stop it from being able to make more of these. Down the t tunnel of people. Yeah, it's about, I think <laughs> either way, we know where we need to go, as unfortunate as that is. Yeah. I'm going to sit on Throbek's shoulder. <laughs> as we walk down the tunnel of people. Um, who is in lead of this? Like, who's leading this? I would think Throbek first. Yeah, yeah, I think Throbek probably is first, yeah. Since he was the last one that was spoken to. Depending on how wide the tunnel is, uh... It's pretty wide. Okay, then I think he's, uh... Seliak is side by side with, uh... With Thravik, with, uh... With the sword out. And do you hear, um... Some cursing behind you as Scarlath uh, says, Oh, dying it, I lost my carpet. I guess I will have to walk. And, um... I think Mixie will be the only one who gets that, who's like, oh, she probably got a magic carpet, like a lot, a lot of versions do. Uh, that would be I was so hoping cool. to not have to walk on this, but uh, <laughs> sigh and follow along. Yes, I'll be uh, giving my boots a good scrub after this. And um, I'm going to get, uh, yeah, was it, sorry, Thravek was at the front, so we'll go to Thravek as an awareness test. Okay. I still have a lot of karma for the day, so I might just use another karma, because why not? Why not? <laughs> I'm worried that if I don't notice things, it's going to kill one of us. Why so. not, GM says laughing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why not? Ha 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 ha. All right. 
Rob has stated before he loves when we use karma so that we run out of karma. <laughs> exactly. Unless I'm very careful and I don't run out ever. All right, let's hear awareness. I get an eight. An eight. Ooh. That nice extra awareness. karma got me nothing. Not much, yeah. That got you a yeah. one. All right, yeah. On this, you notice that this um, kind of hallway you go through and it comes, it twists around a corner like a typical kind of care uh, cavern would uh, and leading into a larger space, except this is all disgusting, of course, as I mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. And you notice that this space opens up fairly large and in the center of it is this bright gleaming golden spiral of um it's just there's like there's like it's almost like a spring spiral in the center that comes to a crown on the top and within it there is a person thing you're not sure which um that seems to be connected to all of the flesh that is around but also in the just kind of looks like it's almost like a cage that it's in but it's a very ornate and you would know as a weaponsmith this almost looks like an oracalcum cage actually oracalcum being a very strong uh, magical um, material mm. made from various um, true elements you would know oracalcum to be a very valuable uh, resource um, it is used in the rites and runes of protection to keep mm-hmm. horrors back um, oh. it was used to, when you sealed the cares you would use oracalcum runes on the walls to ward off hor- horrors um, it is used for extremely high-end currency and used for rituals but very very valuable resource very limited and valuable resource usually okay i bet it was and you said freed. it was the cage that was made out of it or yeah the cage seems to be made out of it okay. and there's something in the center of it that as you approach you're noticing is part name giver part animal part creature there's just there's different parts to it uh, part of it mm. seems to be a wolf oh. another part seems to be the arm of like a lizard and the other another part is like it's got an elf head, uh, although it's not really looking at you right now because you're pretty far away, but um, yeah. I think we found him. You hear in your head, welcome to Flaxworth Park, or what remains of it. Oh. Hmm. I hate this. Yeah, I hate this. I hate this in the best way possible. No, I hate this, but I want someone to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want someone to draw art of this as much as I hate it. I still want to see yeah. art. Ugh. I I don't want to see the art. I want to know that the art. I know somebody was inspired to make the art, and they can just. No offense, they can keep it to themselves. <laughs> You know someone's going to hear that and do it, right? Yeah. That's a yeah. challenge, Andrew. <laughs> That's a challenge. Make art and then don't share it with us. <laughs> and then burn it. <laughs> with sage. Uh, cleanse the, cleanse the whole it. space. Yes. Oh, gross. Um, so what uh, Thravik's going to say, though, is... Um, well, first off, really quick clarifying question. Um, how tall is that kind of golden spring that you were talking about? Yeah, it's about 20 feet high. Okay. This thing encased in it um is just like kind of a patchwork of various name giver skins as well as animals and if you were to guess you're like this is the entity itself but perhaps it's found a way to grow outside of its cage gotcha if you were to the immediately vine like go <laughs> what was that i said the vine thingies <laughs> there you go mm. um so it's saying welcome to th- uh 
Blacksworth Park or what's left of it. Yep. And Thravik's just gonna say, um, I'm uh, gonna be honest, I don't like what you've done with the place. <laughs> well, that is nice of you. So, you are hmm, one of the first in a while to come this far. And I noticed that you have that blade. And I could use a hand getting free of this. You notice that a couple arms extend out from the body that's inside this cage and kind of gestures around the bars on the, couple the spiral bars of the cage. Hmm. Couple arms. Couple I don't like that arms. either. <laughs> um, Thravik's just going to say, and what name giver in their right mind would ever do something like that? Hmm. One sitting in the middle of the layer of a... <laughs> quote unquote horror uh, that may know that they might mm, save those individuals I have kept over the years, but frankly, I'm beginning to get bored of that. I want to do something else now. And what's to stop us? What I is think to this is just us? in head, right? Oh, was, was, it, was it out loud or just to him? I will say that maybe a voice begins to actually emanate from it at the same time. I think it's louder in Thravik's head, but and he mm-hmm. might think it's still okay. in his head, but it begins to uh, resonate throughout the space. In a multitude of voices, actually, you're, some of you are actually hearing it as whispers from mouths you didn't even know were around you. Um, oh. And others just, <laughs> oh, you know, like the mouths voice coming in, from, like, the no. fleshy bits of, like, the warm stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, I don't like that. Oh, oh this is so I good. I had a visceral <laughs> reaction to that. <laughs> Oh, that is disgusting. Oh. Um, yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you go ahead and have Saliak respond first. Okay. If he if he hears this last part about those that might set free, blah blah, blah he says, "And what is to stop us from skewering that hideous shape like a pincushion and walking out of here?" Mm, well, you can try. I, I'm I'm well aware of the risk, but. Quite frankly, I have been trapped here a long time, and you are one opportunity I can take. You are an abomination. We cannot trust a single word you say. That is your opinion. What is your opinion, Annie? You see one of the heads kind of turn towards Quinemea and Mixie. Oh, oh I think you're super gross. It's an oh, elf I... head. Just all super gross. Uh, I think Quinemea says my opinion is that I was hired and paid to kill things and protect these people so probably be doing some killing soon Mixie hides behind Quinemea (laughs) I'm like leaning over your shoulder with my hands on my shoulder just like watching things (laughs) oh and I am definitely still casting that uh, astral protection thing astral shield keeping that going yeah, I'm keeping that going. And I'm going to get Mixie to roll a awareness. Okay. 23. Jeez. Whoa. 23. Nice. Okay. You hear a bit of a popping sound behind you as like a pore opens up and a marble rolls out. Great. It's going to attack us. It's going to turn back and it's going to attack. I'm going to stop it. Yeah. So you see a marble pop out um, and you, you hear it at first and then you see it and poof, there is a cadaver again. In front of you. That's what I meant. Um, it's not not really being aggressive or anything, but it's standing there. It's a we'll say an orc cadaver. Uh, I don't know. This was behind us, right? 
Yeah, kind of beside you, I'd say. Beside, like Quinemea would uh, turn in its direction and have her sword pointed towards its chest, ready. <laughs> <laughs> and it will stand there. I think Thravek's gonna look up towards the cage and just say, "So, um, do you have any proof that all of your keepsakes aren't in a similar state as this one over here?" Mm, well, let me see, and I'm going to make another GM roll here. Uh oh. I probably didn't want to actually do that. <laughs> that that's, that's so funny. I've got rules on how this works, and your request is granted, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. All uh, right. You wanted proof that they can um, fight? Well, here you thanks, go. Thanks, Andrew. You hear another popping sound as uh, to the other side of your group, another marble pops out of a pore of the skin, and a, oh, we'll say an obsidian uh, pops out uh, in... Um, Fully live uh, obsidian, not a oh. cadaver or anything like that. Actually wearing a nice, like, tailored outfit, even. Um, <laughs> fresh from who knows where. Uh, <laughs> he was dressed to go somewhere, and it's, yeah, standing there. But standing there and staring. Not really being very friendly or unfriendly, just kind of neutral. Hmm... I think everyone's just being quiet because oh, okay. we're not sure what the heck to do yeah. about this. Okay, everyone's thinking. thinking processing. Okay. Processing. This is a conundrum. So yeah. just, just, to, just to be clear, what do you want from us? Take that blade, cut the cage. No. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that I like the idea of letting a horror loose to get out into the world and do this elsewhere. Can we kill it while it's in the cage? Quinemea says, like, in a lowered voice, even though she's pretty sure it can still hear her. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, definitely. <laughs> As you say that, another marble rolls out, let's say, behind you. Just say we get going. Bursts, and nothing but a cloud of dust pops out. As <laughs> nothing but bones come out and turn into a cloud of dust and kind of just float through the space as uh, a small cloud as it dissipates to the ground in ash. Hmm. I think we Lovely. should act quickly before there's a whole army blocking this. Thravik has an idea. <laughs> okay. And what is so this idea? You said you said that it's like a big golden spiral with a cage made out of orichalcum at the top, right? Yep, the whole thing seems to be made of the golden part is the orichalcum. Oh, okay. So you're you're surmising that maybe because maybe they had this thought that if you could trap a horror inside an Orichalcan cage, maybe you could keep it, you know, contained. Contained, okay. From what I know about Orichalcum, would I be able to cut the bottom of this kind of spiral so that it falls to the ground, but not break the cage, or would that break it out? Um, you could try, but you think it would probably break it out because the way it seems to be growing out of the ground, you think that... Oh, okay. Um, I think as a weaponsmith, you have a fairly good sense of the how the elements are used in constructing things like this. Mm -hmm. um, it's like it was kind of grown out of the ground. Then I don't think Thravik is going to go through with his idea. Hey, Rob, were you <laughs> thinking like um, chandelier dropping it? On the yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of like dropping it to the ground so we yeah. could strike at it easier. Is there anything in this room that looks like we could use as like a ballista? Like something that we can fire into the cage? Like could we reasonably stab through the cage with our you could, swords? Yes. Like, okay. Yes, you could definitely reasonably stab into this cage. 
I, I would the, like I to set the, the cage floor was, on fire. I thought the cage was 20 feet in the air. No, it's like, it's just that tall. Like the, sp- it's, the spiral it's, is 20 the feet spiral up. The spiral is oh. the cage. But it's standing okay, on I the floor. Yeah. When you first described it, I thought it was like this big, like golden spiral with like a cage, like dangling from the top of it. That oh, I see what you mean. No, yeah. the spiral is the cage. No, the spiral yeah. okay. is gotcha. the okay. cage. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I mean, Sally, I could want to fall back on his idea of you know stab through where it can't reach yeah. me, but I can reach it. I think Quinn, you see Quinnamea just kind of shrug and says, "Should we go for it?" I don't see why not. All right then. You can't let this thing get out. <laughs> I want to. Battle shout at it and then run towards it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's me re rolling a d6 twice. Oh my god. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Okay. As um, I think in this case, this would be interesting. Uh, who's carrying Gent? Me? <laughs> <laughs> You're feeling pocket. a lot of weight coming from that pocket suddenly. Uh, Roll a dexterity oh, check to uh, oh, no. see if you can. <laughs> It's going to be a pantsless fight for Quinnamea. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're to Scrang. To Scrang are a little, yeah, different with yeah. how they... <laughs> yeah, I... You may actually have, yeah. It just it may end up just falling through your pocket, but let's see how this goes. Oh! Ooh. Oh, oh, 19. Yeah, you're nice. able to huck that, if you like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, out emerges Gent Scamperly, and he's taking a kind of rather... Um, yeah, aggressive pose towards the group. Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think if I can do this, I think Saliak is going to step up. And he just, he says, it seems we will finish our duel after all. And your blade is really vibrating at this point. I was going to say, we're in this room. It's probably shaking in my hand. <laughs> I mean, you're able to control it because you control the magic. But um, yes, it is very, but, but... very resonant. You probably all hear it actually humming oh. really loudly. It's like a kind of, yeah, like a, a, tu- a pitch, a tuning fork kind of going off. Mm. Nice. I'm going to shout, you go, buddy, and then point at uh, Saliak and cast Iron Hand. Ooh. Which is a spell that will add a plus five bonus to close combat damage tests. Okay. So... I want to battle shout at Lord Flaxworth and charge towards him. <laughs> All right. And Scarlath, who, you know, always forget the NPCs that are following us, but uh, <laughs> she's she will um, gesture towards Thravek and then realize, oh, Thravek probably doesn't remember this and say, we've got an old trick I can use if you're up for it. Uh, yes, of course. I, I'm sure I'll pick up on it. And... Um, she will be casting on you as well too. Nice. So uh, we'll, uh, yeah, Susanna, we'll let you get you get that in right away. So that eleven is that a direct spell casting or is that a thread weaving? Uh, it was a direct spell casting. Okay. I don't need to do throw weaving for Iron Hand. So eleven is against his Mystic Defense, but he can voluntarily lower it. I would uh, because so. because you told him you were going to do it <laughs> basically. <Yeah. laughs> and then when it comes to battle show and stuff, we're gonna have to go to initiative for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I yeah. figured. <laughs> Sounds like we need to roll some initiative. Seven. I am still trying to find mine on the page here. <laughs> ah, there we go. I have a terrible initiative on mine, so you guys definitely have the upper hand. Uh, oh, I only got a one, two. I rolled a nine. Well, I oh also got a one. Oh my gosh, Andrew got guys. a one, two. Players go before GM on a tie, so at least, at least a five on initiative. All right, uh, let me... I have the highest initiative, wow. 
All right, we're gonna go to Mixie. Oh, and actually, I'm gonna. Meanwhile, I, I'm gonna just always have uh, Scarleth go first, uh, so I don't have to roll two initiatives. So I don't <laughs> have to keep track of that. Uh, Scarleth kind of rushes over and taps a Thravek on the shoulder. Wow! <laughs> it fizzles like oh, anything. You brief, man. you she's, very she's briefly. Out of, Fourteen and got a three. She's yeah. out of practice. She's been a marble. She's far out of she practice. She is out of practice and wonky and is like, what is wrong with my magic? As you begin to see a image of a tiger form around, uh, a very monstrously huge tiger form around Thravek, uh, but then it just fizzles and disappears. Oh. That sounds that so cool. awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, and well, next, Susanna. I ain't got a lot of options, so um, I'm going to mind dagger the thing in the cage. Okay. Because I don't have to roll for it. Well, I have to roll for it, but I don't have to, to thread me for it. <laughs> yep. Roll your spellcasting, and of course, karma is always an option. Oh, I think I'll use a little karma. An eight. Oof. It's not that's very good. Low, isn't it? Nope. That is going to miss. <sighs> okay. Well, that's my turn. You got all those good rolls earlier, and then you get a. Yeah. I told you, as soon as we start rolling for battle, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suck. <laughs> this is I can see why is. this wizard likes uh, uh, archaeology better. I'm an archaeologist, yeah. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here for the fighting and stuff. Oh, that's really on brand. All right, who's next yes. on the list here? I think it's Saliak. Right? Yep, five. Wesley's next. Yes, I know he's he might not even be himself anymore, but like, is he is he staring like a zombie or is he in control? Just gent. Um, yeah, he hasn't. I, I think with the mind dagger that just missed, uh, that's where he begins kind of hissing, as does um, the obsidian. And I'm going to roll a couple things for each of those. Oh boy. Basically giving them willpower tests. Yeah, not so much for him. And uh, we'll do one for the other one. Uh, I would say Janta is looking, taking an aggressive stance as if he's kind of ready to duel, and it's for real. Alright, then I think he's going to, of course, remove the outer robe. They see, you know, his really cool forest-themed <laughs> armor. He steps up. I think he's going to taunt since he knows he's going to, yeah, I think he's going to, like, this is going to be a big fight. So he's going to taunt him opening up and he, he looks at him, gives him the once-over up and down, and he says, let us see if I can poke a few more holes through which you can blow your hot air. <laughs> right? Roll your taunt. Uh, Wesley, that's you're a so good. good at pulling these out of your butt. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm going to say that's a very good move for a Swordmaster, too, because taunt is a very powerful yeah. um, way to kind of neg negate an enemy. That is a 12. That is good. So that is uh, one success, which means he is negative one for all things for the rank rounds. So it's probably rank four or five for you, taunt, I'm assuming. So I'll keep that as a note. Uh, rank for taunt is five. Okay, so the next five rounds, he has negative one to all of his tests. All right, and I'm going to remind you now, you have um, the, the counterpoint ability. Yes, that you I, was going to, I was going to bring so, that in as well, if I could. So roll in, that's a free action. So you can roll a charisma-based half magic test. So charisma plus four with the option of karma. I don't think I will use karma on this one. I will leave it All as right. it and is. Your difficulty level is five. Means every um, five beyond that is an extra success. Every success, you gain plus one to your melee weapons attacks for this combat. All right. So that 
is 13. Two successes here, uh, which means you get plus two to your melee weapons uh, during this combat. As long as you keep singing counterpoint <laughs> uh yeah i think he's he's just he's just doing the vocalized thing again i think what he does is he will the taunt you know kind of works you see he's kind of off balance and just just for the just for the showmanship effect and because he wants to show this thing that he's like you can throw all the all the dead bodies you want at me i'm not gonna i'm not gonna run this time he actually he pulls the sword but he manages to somehow, I don't know how, he manages to somehow like, he dives forward and he does this like somersault, comes up on his feet and swipes at um, at a leg. His idea is to knock him out so he has to, um, so he'll fall. Okay, so I can do that as a cold shot to knock down is what that is. So let me spend a couple seconds here and look up that rule because uh, that is an actual thing um, that you can do. Cool. That's a wonderful combat, attacking to knock down, all right. So, no strain involved. So you make your close combat attack test as normal, and if it hits the opponent, needs to make a knockdown test, uh, even if the damage dealt would not normally trigger the test. Um, the attacker rolls a damage test to set the difficulty number. So basically what you're doing is you're gonna roll damage, but it's when you hit, uh, assuming you hit, uh, but it's not to actually do damage, but it's to actually set a difficulty number that he's gonna have to hit to stay on his feet. Okay, the way that and... Works. So. Oh, I can never figure out where I left my damage die. No, you got to do melee first. So it's your attack test first. So melee weapons. And you get plus two because of your counterpoint. What counts as close combat? Melee and unarmed. So if he does it, he gets my bonus thing. That's true. So he's got that as well. So how many bonuses is that? What is that? What? How much bonus does that provide? Five. Five. Wow. That's it's a plus five bonus to close combat damage tests. Oh, to damage oh, test. Damage. Okay, so that yeah. that's the damage test. It's All the right. damage, yeah. 12 there. Plus 2, so 14 is what you're going to roll then. 15. All right. So that will hit. I'm going to, on his behalf, try avoid blow. 8, he does not avoid blow. You can roll your damage now. So damage step, uh, find that is with your weapons. And you're going to add 5 to that because of the... What's it called? Tough hands? Iron hands? Iron hand. Iron hands. And did counterpoint make him roll better on the to hit or on the damage? To hit. Okay. Just to hit. 15. Okay, so you're rolling a 20. So at 20. Man. Jeez. Jeez. At 2.20. You're going to knock this guy down hard. <laughs> I hope so. That is a 50. Oh my god. god. What? My. Bob, don't tell me he didn't just murder this guy immediately. No, he didn't because he he's doing. 50. He's doing a knockdown test, remember? Yeah, he's doing a yeah. knockdown. He's not doing yeah, damage. He's supposed to knock, to knock him, knock him down. down. Which okay. means he's not going to be able to get up because doesn't he have to beat 50 to get up? He does have to, and he got a nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, with the number of extra successes... Just, just, to, just to pull back the curtain, Jesus. one of the dice he gets to roll is a d20, so you got a natural 20 on that, and a 12 on the re-roll, and he double-exploded his d6. Oh and my yeah, gosh. Nuts. Unbelievable. Okay, I've got to I've gotta remember that roll for the rest of my life. I'm going to screenshot yeah. that. <laughs> that, is that, that is ridiculous. Put that in the Discord, please. Oh my oh, god. This is why exploding dice is awesome. Not yet, not yet, I know. But, oh. Save it for them. Oh yeah. my gosh. 
Man, that would have been so amazing as a finishing blow, but... Yeah, don't forget to take a snapshot of that or something. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, send a screenshot doing... right now into the group so we can save that. Oh my god! Hannah, you need to do a TikTok that's like, GM trying to do, like, anything, you know, and... One. Like, player rolls 50! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Exploding dice, man. Oh yeah. boy. Jeez. So, yeah, okay. I'm gonna get Wesley to describe how this attack goes out. Uh, All right. And that basically, in a, in a way that which, yeah, Jens Capitoli definitely gets bested by Saliak very, very well and knocks him, like, <laughs> down so hard that he's not getting up for another turn or two. Um, with that level of success, I may have him down for a couple rounds instead of just one, because that's a lot. I mean, good luck rolling better than that, man. Yeah, so he, he comes up and, yeah, he pulls he pulls it back. And he just he just thrusts straight forward toward the toward the kneecap, okay. And then it like on the sh on the shin it strikes. And of course, if he was still capable of laughter, he would be he would be crumpled over laughing. But of course, he can't because he is some <laughs> weird amalgamation at the moment. But yeah, he just I, I, the, the the leg just the leg just crumples, and he keeps trying to to uh, he keeps trying to stand, and he can't. Yeah, yeah, I think he's. Basically, yeah, you've knocked him out for a couple of rounds of this because he just can't bring that leg back up again. And uh, yeah, you've hit him with the blunt end of the, the blade really hard. Well, boy, and, do I know uh, what I'm casting again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next on the list is, uh, so we'll go with um, Hannah Quinamea. Okay. I want to battle shout at Lord Flaxworth and charge at him and stab him through the cage. So first I'll roll my battle show. I only got a five on the battle show. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's not successful. So okay. yeah, what's your action? I'm gonna run up to the cage and kind of spin around and stab through it with my Chitard Thorn. And I think the way that sh battle show ends up not working is just the whole place is so creepy and there's so many noises going on that who's gonna notice this shouting? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is true, yeah. <laughs> There's, there's like whispers coming from all around us from mouths in the floor. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, my Chitard Thorn is unarmed combat, which is step 13. I'm going to use karma. Yeah. Because I want to hit this thing. That's a 20. Oh, wow. That's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right. You have two extra successes. Woo. Oh, nice. As you, okay. yeah, you're, so you're noticing this creature cannot really evade terribly well. The difficulty you're having is really just getting through the cage. So that's, that's where the, um, okay. the technical aspect of your attack yeah. is coming in. So two extra successes mean you get to do plus four on your damage. Ooh, nice. Okay. Now remind me, is that adding plus four to the step itself? Yes. Okay. Uh, 14. <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. Yeah, not too bad, but... All right, so yeah, go in and, and describe an attack that... It's not a wounding attack, but mm -hmm. um, uh, you do feel that there's a little bit of resistance, whatever you hit. You probably hit a scale or something. So I think kind of how she attacks is she, like, charges at the cage, and then she kind of does kind of like a spinning jump almost and slashes through the cage, like, with her tail and just slashes it with that chitard thorn. And you hear a little bit of a, like, gasp come from one of the mouths on this thing in there. Oh. You didn't know how many mouths were in there, and you now know there's at least another mouth that you didn't know about. Ugh, gross. Okay. That's it for me. Alright, Andrew. Um, Thravek. 
All right, so Thravek is uh, standing there, and he's got his uh, thread-woven uh, butter blade in his hand, and he knows he can't really use that because he can't risk um, attacking the cage. So he's just going to kind of mutter to himself, eventually I'll get to use you, but now's probably not the best time. And he's going <laughs> to kind of run up and take out his normal axe in his other hand and uh, try and attack through the cage at the horror. And, uh, yeah, so roll melee weapons. All right, will do. And this this feels like final boss fight, so I think I'm going um, <laughs> to use, use, <laughs> use a karma on that. I think it's worth it, you know. So that is a step nine plus karma. Because I did not build myself for combat. I built myself for other stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm built for combat. So uh, I'll give you one other option that you can use. Oh, um, that okay. I, may not, I may not have brought up before, but it's you know useful to know for strategy purposes. You can do something called an aggressive attack. Okay. And that is where you're going to take a point of strain. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get plus three to your attack and damage, but lose three to your physical defense and mystic defense. Let's see here. So and mystical, you said, right? Yeah. It's kind of you get a lower defenses, higher attack kind of right. trade-off plus a point of strain let's see here so if i did that i mean my physical and mystic armor are already only five and four so no not armor defense oh so defense. the chance to Sorry, hit, so the, defense. the chance well, to hit nine you. and 13 i don't know i feel I'm, I'm feeling a go big or go home moment so i think i'll do it i think i want to be aggressive because thravek is yeah. concerned about letting this thing make more minions yeah so yeah. Yeah. So then I'm going to go ahead and roll a step 12 plus karma. That is a 14. All right. All right. That hits. Um, no extra successes, but it hits. All right. You're able to finagle your axe. Uh, what kind of axe is it? It is my scythe axe. You're not using the new one? You're not no, going to use the butter blade? He doesn't want to risk it. Doesn't want to cut the cage. You don't want to r- come don't on. Risk cutting the cage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's fair. That's he fair. is playing it smart. He like I muttered like, "Oh, I really want to use you someday," but right now is not the time. <laughs> um, so then I'm gonna roll my damage step plus three. I think the way this works is you got to just basically angle it in a way that goes with the grain of the the twist, uh, the spiral twist. Oh, okay. So you're probably coming in at a diagonal angle. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're kind of threading the needle, so to speak. Yep. Okay, so that makes me roll a step 14. Well, I rolled a Oof. three. <laughs> one and a two on 2d12. No. So yeah, describe your attack Describe your attack in a way that basically glances off something. So probably yeah. maybe you hit it. Yeah, I think Thravek is like trying to go like at the right angle and he hits, but I think his effort to like make sure he's going through the bars, right? He focused a bit too much on it and on the follow through didn't. Like, he, he kind of hits it bluntly instead of actually with the sharp edge, and it just kind of glances off. Yeah, maybe, you, yeah, you, you hit its body, but it's yeah. a part that seems to be armored in some way or as an awkward yeah. angle. It just, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe it bruises worst. one of those scaly arms or something, yeah. Yeah, it didn't hit the right area, not the soft bits. All right, and the obsidian is actually holding. Holding. The obsidian is. Yeah, I know. I don't like that. I just don't like it. Yeah. Part of the reason for that actually is the um, uh, willpower test it did earlier. Oh, so it's like resisting. It is resisting, yeah. Oh, good job, uh, Gent, gents, <laughs> gents was not so great. Of course it wasn't. 
It well, was he bad. got his butt kicked into the ground, so I think we're good there. Okay, throw back. Yeah. Oh boy, rerolls ain't great. Oh, okay, Jesus. thirty-one. Ooh, What's your physical defense? <laughs> um, What's your physical Well, it defense? just went down, but it definitely wasn't a thirty-one. <laughs> um, That's my like physical when the DM defense. Like, Does a twenty hit? My physical defense is currently six because it went down by three. So I got to use that for a calculation oh, for uh, extra successes. Five extra successes. Oh boy! Jesus! Right. Knocked down. It all would have only oh been four extra Sorry, successes buddy. if I hadn't done that. All right. So you do have the option of avoid blow, but thirty-one is the difficulty. Um. I mean, I don't. Do I have avoid blow? Let's see. If you don't, it's just raw dexterity. Which, yeah, that'll which be tough. sucks for me. Yeah. Um. Uh. I do not know avoid blow. There's no downside to trying, at least though, right? There is one point of strain in trying. I can handle one point of strain. All right. All right, I'll go for it with my Come dex on, score do it. You can do it. Five. Step five. So I got, let's see, <laughs> D8s. I have to explode. Twice? Four times. Four, four times, times yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, if, if miracles happen, it I suppose. Or I have to explode three times and get a seven on the... Just uh, roll already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could happen. It could happen. <laughs> I believe in miracles. <laughs> I mean, Wesley got that 50, so. <laughs> I got a three. Oh, I, got, I got one of the digits that I needed. Okay. Oh, oh God. You were all D20 on your damage. 35. Oh. oh. Extra successes. All right, what's your armor? Oh. My what's armor, armor is... Um, <laughs> He's going to be cream cheesed. Oh. My armor is five. All right, five, so 30. All right, so Bye, a, It's been nice to know you. I'll be fine. Um, a tentacle kind of reaches out of the, not out of the cage, actually. You notice that he seems to not be able to control that, but reaches out of the ground and wraps around your leg and pulls you. And I want you to roll a knockdown test, actually. Okay. No uh, thir- 30's definitely a wound. What is your wound threshold? My wound threshold is 11. Uh, roll a knockdown test at a difficulty 19. Do you have a wound balance or? I do have wound balance. Okay, so roll wound balance. Difficulty number though is 19. This is to stay on your feet. All right, and I am allowed to spend karma on this? Yeah, if it's a I talent you have, then I yes. I am gonna have to. <laughs> So, my out of <laughs> wound balance step is 10. So, I will get a 10 plus 4 because of the uh, karma. It's doable. It's doable. It could happen. Uh, it could happen. I mean... We'll see. I mean, 14 getting a 19? Not that oh. unlikely. I got oh a 19. Oh <laughs> That is a 19, oh everybody. Oh my gosh. <gasps> Wow. Oh, that extra explode was useful. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so a tentacle wraps around your leg, and you feel a searing pain in your leg, and it pulls, tries to pull you down, but you resist that. And you take, yeah, I rolled a 35, and you had 30 armor, so you take 30 points of damage, and that is definitely going to be a wound. Yeah. Oh, Oof. man. And I'm going to roll a d6 here. Why? Ah! Uh, as another marble pops out and there is a, uh, we'll say a human woman looks to be dressed in robes, uh, 
pops out behind you where before there was dust. Now there's human woman in black robes. Uh-oh. I need to cauterize the floor. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And one more action it has. Quinamea. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, I got lucky. Jim rolled I think. poorly here. Nine physical defense. Let me see. For Quinamea. It's got to be more than nine, I got to say. Physical. My physical is 12. Yeah. yeah. So I roll step Boom. 17 for nine, and another tentacle oh, came out of the ground, and I think you saw what happened with Ravek, and you're like, nope, not going to happen. Nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> and got out of that way of that. And that's the end of round. And I think we'll end there. Okay. Ah, oh, we're I wasn't expecting to take 30 points of damage in one shot. That hurt, dude. No. That hurt. When, oh, I, when I saw geez. him roll damage and I saw a d20 getting rolled, yeah. I was like, oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. What a wild first round. <laughs> <laughs>